Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Blessed Saturday, a blessed Lenten season to everyone out there. We are about to enter into our third Sunday of Lent, so I hope the first couple weeks of Lent have been very fruitful for you. And welcome also to episode 419 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight... We are going to talk a little bit about the uh, Wednesday Raven Awards, the fifth annual Raven Awards, which are tomorrow starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And it is our Oscars boycott show that we have now done going into our, our, our fifth year with it, which is just insane that it's been going on for as long as it has. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, uh, some plans that I have, and then also, of course, uh, I always like to get feedback and some recommendations for y'all as I uh, begin to parse together all of the results. We'll talk also about uh, the record number of responses that we have gotten for this year's Raven Awards also. And so thank you again very much. If you did vote, the voting closed uh, earlier this morning, decided to give people a little bit of extra time since... I know when I said after Friday Night Tights, well, lots of things happen on Friday Night Tights in addition to people being in different time zones, so I try to give as much time as I possibly could, but the polls are closed indeed, and all of the results are final, and again, we will announce those tomorrow for the official Wednesday Raven Awards as we boycott the Oscars, which, as we all know, have been a joke for quite a long time. So starting around 7 p.m. tomorrow, and probably looking to end around 9, we'll probably do about a two-hour show tomorrow much shorter than the Oscars. We like to get to the point. We like to get right into the thick of things uh, for the Raven Awards, and we like to have a good time while we are doing it. Uh, before we go any further, though, please make sure you smash that like button, like that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey, and smash the rumble button as well as we are multi-streaming to all of the various platforms today. Uh, shout out to Tina B, who I see in the chat, and I saw that you had put uh, some chats in earlier. So thank you again for, for being here, and as we continue to pray for your eyesight to improve uh, to the very best of possible, for technology to advance, to be able to offer you uh, the assistance to be able to, to see uh, movies, as I know that you are so passionate about them, and uh, just know that you are continuing to be in, in my prayers and all of our prayers as well. And so let's go ahead and say hello to some people. Abomination is hanging out over on Honesty. Thank you very much for always hanging, uh, you know, holding down the fort over there. Uh, Rosie G12 started things off with a $20 super chat. Rosie G, thank you very much for being very generous. Says, have a great time and a great stream, Odin. Miss everyone, but work and personal life have kept me away. Hope to be rejoining your streams the week of the 19th. Well, cannot wait for you to be back in the streams, Rosie. And uh, just remember that when it comes to these streams and when it comes to the Asgardian community, we understand ultimately family comes first. We understand work also comes as a primary uh, part of life, as you all know, I oftentimes will take moments where I need to spend time away for family, spend time away for uh, for work or whatever it is that it might be. And so trust me, we all very much understand. And thank you very much for your incredible generosity. Also, if you had noticed from the social media posts, this will be a little bit of a shorter stream. So probably going about an hour tonight. So roughly ending around 8 p.m. That way I can try to use a little bit of that extra time to start to get together the various uh, slides. I'm probably going to do a slideshow presentation similar to what I did for the announcement of the nominations. Uh, it seemed to be pretty smooth and I, I liked the, the way that it looked and the formatting of it. And I'm trying to think about some creative ways of doing the best uh, stunt, uh, rather the best uh, action scene slash fight scene. Because obviously when it comes to the videos that I made for that and also for the quote one-liner category, those got copyright struck pretty quickly. So I'm going to try to, I think what I'm going to probably do is just create GIFs for those and try to handle it that way so that way it's still a a you know it's still a moving image but there is an audio to it necessarily and of course I, I will you know read and explain to the very best of my ability what is going on but uh, that's like one of the things that I thought about as far as trying to get around that silly copyright nonsense Tina B is in the chat hail to you Tina B again thanks for stopping by earlier and again I know that you're still in the live chat as well yeah I feel bad as well uh, you know I heard that you know I wasn't able to watch Gary's stream today but he did apologize uh, for the stream last night and really I mean ultimately there's there's really not much else that can be said I know that probably a lot of people are 
you know, probably wanting to know my own opinion and my own thoughts about it. But ultimately, you know, it was a really, uh, really bad and, and really, I would say, uh, just, you know, <laughs> inappropriate is a gross understatement, uh, move by, by Gavin's part, you know, and I know that it was something that was not really, it was a surprise, but also not outside of the realm of the kind of humor and the kind of things that, that Gavin does. But with that being said, it was still incredibly inappropriate for that to have happened, especially on Gary's channel, because ultimately Gary is the one who's on the hook for that kind of thing being out there. So all I can say is that, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely not a, a, it's definitely not a good move on his part, on Gavin's part. And, you know, all we can really do is continue to move forward and continue to provide the very best uh, show that we possibly can. And obviously we know not every week is going to be for every person. Uh, last night obviously was definitely one of the more divisive of nights. It is interesting though, because the Twitter and social media conversation has very much dominated towards the negative as far as his entire presence on the show. Even before that, that moment when he exposed himself in that way. But I think that if you were actually in the live stream what you recognize, and I was watching the stream and I was watching the the chat most of the time, it was a very mixed crowd. There were people who who liked what he was saying. There were people who disliked what he was saying, but ultimately it was mixed, you know? And I think all of us can come to an agreement that what he did was uncalled for. What he did was incredibly inappropriate and childish. And also, ultimately, if he was being serious about his take on comics and his, his criticism of people who enjoy comics, what he did over the course of the end of his time on that stream was just completely make everything he was saying essentially illegitimate or at the very least his position illegitimate because when you are farting into a microphone for one and then two, when you are literally exposing yourself on a stream and then you're going to call other people childish, you kind of uh, lose any sense of <laughs> any sense of high ground that you may have had or any point that you may have had. And I'm not saying that he did. I'm not saying that I agreed with the things he was saying previous to that. Um, he was talking about other things, dealing with with marriage and, and dealing with uh, pornography and other things like that, right? Very much speaking out about why those things are bad and evil and bad for people. And obviously, I agree with those sentiments because, as you all know, Protestant Catholic, devout Catholic, and I think that those are absolutely evil things that uh, really do hurt people, uh, not just you know, not just in their soul, but also in their in their mind as well. So I can't, you know, I'm not going to take that aspect away, but it does, again, take away from any type of way that you could take him really seriously for any of those issues. Um, but also, there were a couple of people who reached out to me prior to the stream saying I shouldn't go on the stream. It's like, look, we're going to have guests who are going to be probably not nearly as, as controversial as that, uh, but probably, you know, controversial nonetheless. And, and ultimately, I'm a part of FNT. That, that, that is a, a part of my week. That is a part of my family. And so I, I appreciate people who are showing concern, but I do ask that don't, don't say, don't go on the show. Don't say, uh, you know, avoid the show or anything like that. I, I just, I don't think that is, is really helpful. And I don't think it's an understanding of exactly what it is, you know, that I, um, that I, I try to do, right. I, I try my very best to, to, to bring, a, a sense of morality in whatever way that I possibly can to whatever extent I possibly can while also at the same time not just being uh, you know a downer uh, consistently but anyway that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it so yeah if you were planning on asking a lot of questions it's pretty much all I'm going to say about it at the very least Orange Eye Reviews hail to you Thank you again for being here. Thank you for modding tonight. Please make sure you follow his instructions. As he says, make sure you put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment at Odin. If you're trying to get my attention, uh, of course, if you are a member on the YouTube channel, uh, one of the perks is that you don't have to worry about doing that. Uh, but at Odin absolutely does help master of gaming in the chat. What is going on? Thanks for being here. And as Orange hat, Orange hat also says, please do make sure that you uh, don't spam. Definitely don't spam. You will get timed out if you try and spam. I'd fall 20 to 30 minutes behind in the chat. That's just the way things go because I like to read the chat. Brian Barth in the chat. Hail to you. GMucky76 in the chat as well. Sherry Allen, what's going on? Bruce, hail to you. Thank you again for being here. We also got JS Pena in the chat. Ahoy. Ahoy to you, JS Pena. Thank you very much for, for being here. 
All right, let us see. Alex McCarthy says, Howdy. Oh, how's it going? How's Pineapple Pizza Boy? R.I.P.D. is one of the top movies on Netflix. Well, it's still a terrible film, so that's not really saying a whole lot. And, uh, you know, Baby Thor's doing okay. Hasn't had Pineapple Pizza since. I'll just, I'll just put that out there. Kit Cassidy, what is going on? Welcome back to the chat. Appreciate you being here. We got Soul Assassin in the chat as well. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Uh, Tina, sorry to hear that you won't be attending the Raven Awards tomorrow. Again, we'll have a, a good time. So anyone who wants to stop by tomorrow and have a good time, go ahead and do so. Rob D, hello, Odin. If I was a theater owner right now, I'd be saying, I don't care anymore if we get sued for breach of contract, drop Ant-Man 3. Well, yes and no. You know, I think ultimately they can't, they wouldn't drop it completely because there are still some people going to see it. Not a lot, but still some people who are going to see it. Um, and I think at this point in its release, you know, it's usually within the first two weeks that there is a very strong uh, vice grip, basically, that the studio has over what the theater can do with their movie. After the first two weeks, it, it pretty much goes more so, the power goes further into the theater owner's hands as far as uh, the availability of the showings and, and, and other things like that. Um, so yeah, I think you're going to see Ant-Man is going to, it's going to have a full 10 week run. Um, I think that's going to be dropped out of a lot of theaters though, over the course of that 10 weeks, but it's still going to get a full run. Uh, you know, even despite the fact that it's doing terrible. JKD Buck says your room is very purple. I love it. Well, yeah, it's Lent is the proper liturgical, uh, color for Lent. Shorty short, Laura, the modern major general. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being a mod as well. Excited to see the Dune part two trailer tomorrow. Ah, yes. I forgot it was getting released tomorrow. So that should be interesting. Father says, well, FNT was interesting. Uh, I won't again, Brian Barth. I, I said everything that's going to be said about it. And if you want to find out more social media is more than happy to show you anything and everything dealing with it. Uh, Dean Heiss. Uh, hey, long time. No talk. Hope you and the fam have been doing well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mike Jackson. What's going on? Gary Banjo sandwich Worthington. Yes, it was uh, Thrawn 05 over on rumble. Thanks for being here. Says, if you could handle Frost a few weeks ago, I know you can handle any FNT guest. Exactly. I mean, there are so many things that have been said and will be said that are going to make me facepalm, that are going to be things that I, I don't like or that I don't agree with. But at the end of the day, that, you know, it, it is what it is, you know? And so I'm not going to, to run away from the show because I don't think that would be, because I guess here's the thing. If I knew that I was in a position in my, you know, in my faith life, in in my personal life where I w knew I wouldn't be able to handle hearing certain things, then obviously I would make that prudential judgment. But the reason why I am on the show and the reason why I, I, I do, uh, I am able to put up with a lot of the things that are said that, you know, I don't agree with or things that obviously I, I find offensive as far as, you know, language and all these other things is because... I would rather be there as a presence. And I'm not trying to say that I'm better than anyone else by any means. But I do think, and this is something that really has has gotten to me a lot um, last year, especially with the meetups. With the number of people who will walk up to me at the meetups and say, thank you for being you on the streams. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you for not hiding your faith. Thank you for not... Uh, you know, thank you for not hiding any of the things that you that you believe, and and thank you for being basically rep a representative of a a more Christian and, and a more, uh, I guess, pure mindset. Because even if it's the smallest thing, whether it's just a few comments that I might get in during a night, whether it's simply a reaction, in my own mind, it, it seems that it's it's better for me. To, to be there and to be going through the struggle than to not be there. So again, to those who reached out to me, I, I appreciate what you were trying to do, but the way that it was taken by me at least was uh, trying people basically trying to tell me what to do as if I am not an adult who can handle myself, you know? Anyway. 
Yeah, and then uh, Tina, for those that were not in the Discord server, she did mention this in Discord, says, got bad news about my eyes last week, and it was emotional that I was very down place on Wednesday. Continue to hope and pray for better results. Uh, and if you want to know more information about that, uh, in the Discord server, she did give a, a lot more detail. Uh, JKD Buck, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Kimberly G, hail to you. Thanks for being here as well. Let us see. Uh, Father says, should we be surprised about Gavin when he farted in a microphone? I used to like him when he was on Gutfeld's Red Eye about 10 years ago, but his bashing of Nerdum early on wasn't a good sign. And again, some people have asked the question, you know, is that what he actually thinks? Is that just a part of his, his you know, th- you know, shtick, right, uh, of that kind of, you know, humor where you never know exactly where he stands on anything? I mean, again, anything could be true, but that's that's not me. Uh, Magnus, uh, anyone could vote. It's no longer open though. I, <laughs> I've been only mentioning it for the past like month and month and a half or so. So, and I've posted it everywhere. So if you didn't get a chance to vote, there's not much else I really could have done for you. Kimberly G, that FNT last night was uncomfortable. I felt bad. Yeah, it was definitely uncomfortable, but I think ultimately we were able to, especially at, at you know, at the very end, we were able to, you know, push through. Gary says Alex Jones was a better guest. Uh, he respected us, and again, I understand that uh, that that some people were. You know, I wasn't a part of the first thirty minutes where apparently a lot of the big conversation about fandom and and nerddom and things like that were talked about. But ultimately, I think that no one should be offended by anything he said before what he did, because what he did completely nullifies everything that he said before. No one should take seriously anything he said prior to that. Because if he mentions anything about childishness and then he does the things that he did, which he did, then everything that came prior is now null and void. So I don't know why anyone would, I think people were getting a little bit too, uh, you know, too worked up about it. You know, it's like, wait, don't get offended. Don't get offended by someone who's just proven himself to be not serious. You know, it's like there are, there are more important things for you to put your emotional weight behind than, than that. Uh, again, King King Rumsky, hopefully that answered the, uh, says, were you able to handle again? Yeah. As I, you know, mentioned before, uh, El, El Duce, El Duce, El Duce over on Rumble says Gavin happened on FNT. Pretty much. That's the only way to describe it for sure. Uh, just another red shirt. Hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. Very much appreciate it a lot. Uh, let's see. Laura says, I think you all handled his criticism and their culture very well. I knew it wouldn't be an Odin friendly stream, but you do you, my friend. Yeah. And again, that is something that also, you know, there were, again, there were, there were two people who like, like emailed direct messaged and basically were like, don't go on tonight. And that's the thing that I'm like offended by. If it's like the, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like, okay, well that's someone, you know, giving opinion and everything. I'm fine with that. But when it's like you go to me directly and then say, don't go on that, I have a problem with, you know, so I just want to make sure it was uh, definitely not anything. Basically, everyone that was in the FNT uh, ranting uh, section on Discord, it wasn't (laughs) y'all. It was not y'all. In fact, I was really I I, I appreciated y'all's back and forth in y'all's conversation. So. Let's see. Jonazo, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tina says that she'll give her opinion. Says, it's filthy and ungentlemanly, and no, no gentleman would have done that. I had never heard that guy before, and I never hope to see his face again. Yeah, and again, I think a lot of people definitely feel that way. One thing I do think that's interesting, though, is up until that, a lot of the audience was very split on him. I, I do think that that's something that does need to be brought up. You know, someone who was watching the chat the entire time. Gus, what's going on? Blah, what's going on? He says, salutations, are we watching Scream 6? No, I have not seen, I think I've only seen, I know I've seen the first Scream, and that's about it. I have no interest in that franchise. There's just nothing interesting about that franchise to me. And I know that there is still a, a very strong and loyal fan base that it has. They make the movies for very little money, and they still have just enough audience left to make money back every single time. The movies, though, are actually not big money makers as far as overall box office go. You you compare the first screams to what they are now, they've lost the vast majority of their audience. 
The vast, like the biggest they ever got was, I believe, Scream 2, Scream 3. Ever since then, they've got basically cut in half. And so you still have like this, again, this hardcore fan base that does show up. And so the films do make money. And that's not me saying one way or the other about whether the films are good or not, because I don't watch them. I just have no interest in them. They just don't really seem interesting to me. It just seems like they're just rehashing the same things over and over again, is at least the perception that I get from the trailers. Um, and then also having the trailers for this movie, uh, you know, showing Ghostface with, uh, with a gun, it was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. But again, whatever it is that y'all like, you go ahead and like. But yeah, I have no interest in it whatsoever. Uh, the Morax says, hey, looking forward to the Raven Awards tomorrow. First time voting. Hey, thank you very much for voting. And yeah, hopefully it is a good time for you and for everyone. Uh, Apocalypse, what is going on? Thank you. Kincaid Rumsky then says, what time is the Raven Awards tomorrow? So 7 p.m. Eastern time. 7 p.m. Eastern time is the start. And we'll probably go until about 9 p.m. We'll get started with the, uh, with the awards and with the winners pretty quickly. But I do like to, you know, look at the chat and read the chat in between. Obviously, if anyone wishes to donate or super chat or anything like that, that, of course, will break up the show, too. But we tend to go about two hours or so. So we don't go the entire length. The reason why I don't go the entire length of the Oscars, I think in the early years I may have, is just because the Oscars are already way too long, you know? And the, the main point is we're boycotting them by not watching them. We are awarding the best and the worst of 2022 in our own way. And therefore, once the show's over, I mean, I think 9 p.m. at night Eastern, for most people, <laughs> be a good time to do anything else but pay any attention to the awards that don't matter anymore. Super Anime Gamer says, hey, what is up, my dude? Sorry I'm late. No problem at all. Father says, MNT hasn't scared me away. Now, that said, I myself as a priest couldn't go on it anymore. I was on... I was last on FNT on Christmas three years ago. Yeah, I don't know if we would do that because I wasn't that like a fan, uh, a fan show. I don't know if we would ever do that. Um, I don't know if we have done that since. Um, but again, I, I don't remember that one specifically. But oh yeah, for sure, Father. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. You know, and that's the other thing too. Like some people were saying, like you know, well, you don't want to be on there with somebody who represents this because of what you do, and it's like. Yes and no, because again, if I am disagreeing and showing <laughs> very clearly disgust and disdain for certain things, that again, I don't, if it'd be one thing if that had happened and I was like, yeah, all right, that would be a problem. But the fact that my instant reaction was, oh gosh, and the laughing that I was doing was, you know, when things happen that you don't expect. And they're really disturbing. And you're just like, I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, that was me. And I'm pretty sure that was Shad too. Because Shad was also kind of laughing. I feel like me and Shad probably have a lot more in common than I think either of us realized before. At least at least for me. Uh, because, you know, even though I have my own, uh, you know, my own thoughts about, uh, you know, religions and, and Mormonism. The fact is, is that we do come from a moral, uh, same place, meaning we, we have moral compasses, you know, and we have very similar backgrounds as far as the way that we view people and, and, and relationships and things like that. So I think both of us kind of had that similar, like, <laughs> this is just very, uh, very uncomfortable. Anyway, Father says, I'm happy to be part of the community and I've been able to engage uh, people at meetups. Sadly, I can't make the Vegas one this year. Hey, no problem. I won't be at the Vegas one because it's middle of the fourth quarter or right in the, like actually right towards the end of the fourth quarter. So trust me, Father, I understand because I know that uh, I, I, I know that you're back uh, teaching as well. So um, yeah, we're, we're in the same boat there and I'm just, yeah, I can't justify skipping school to go to a fan meetup. That, that's just, that's not what the hours that we are given. That's not what the sick days and the personal days that we're given are for. Those are days for when we're actually sick and cannot actually physically go to work. It's for when we, you know, I have to take two weeks off because, you know, when, you know, when, when baby Thor was born, right. I took two weeks off for, you know, for paternity leave, right. To help take care with the wife. So those are the kinds of things that I take the time off for, Right. And as because as much as I love you know everyone that's a part of FNT and everyone that's a part of that group, again middle of the week during the school year not good, 
Now, all the summer meetups, those are things that are on the table for me. And then recently there was the announcement about doing MegaCon again this year. Um, and so I still need to work out the details on that, but there is a, there's a decent chance that I'll be able to make it down for Orlando MegaCon. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be in probably, you know, evening time, late evening time, Friday, uh, and then I'll be there all Saturday. I'll go to mass on, on Sunday. I believe Orlando is the one where they don't have a Latin mass, but they do have an English ordinariate, which is beautiful. Um, so I'll be able to go to mass and then we'll be able to, after that, go, um, go back home. Uh, probably, you know, I'll have to work it out with the wife exactly what times were, were best for her because obviously, you know, family comes first, but I'm, I'm very much, I think I'm a, I'm about a 65% chance of doing Orlando Megacon. I would say I'm probably a decent chance too of doing the Dallas, uh, fan expo again this year too, because that is during the summer. And, uh, again, I, summer is the best time for me to ever travel. All righty. Uh, Texan Witcher, welcome to the chat. I saw that you super chatted, man. Don't worry, I'll, I'll be getting to those. Father, who's a member, says, don't get mad, get glad. Glad trash bags. I see what you did there. Uh, Gomer Pyle, LIG says, Odin Gary loves you, bro. I love him. And again, I love everyone on the stream. And that's another reason why I, again, when people say don't go on there, it's like, no. Like, even though there are things, and I, I know that I drive them crazy too right? That's what friends do. Friends drive each other crazy. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, I love Gary. I love, I love everyone on the panel and we can drive each other crazy. But when that's why when people say don't go on, it's like, no, like that, that's not how this works. Uh, there is the super chat from Texan Witcher. Thank you again for the $5 super chat. Says the man WQS Super Bowl, uh, super old school based. Uh, we are strong, chat. Don't be easily offended. We are strong. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Uh, again, I think that the people who were being overly offended, I think that by the end of his time on FNT last night, I think everyone who was offended should have, again, not been offended about the things previously said about fandom because he completely made illegitimate everything he said <laughs> by acting in the way that he did. Uh, Carl had to say he just got too personal. Uh, what he did was wrong. I wish as had been there. I don't know what as would have done if he had been there, to be honest. I'll let, I'll let him speak for himself on that one. Uh, Ascending adventure says discovered you for NFT. Well, th Hey, well, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Alex McCarthy says, I love the Scream franchise. Scream 5 was meh. Yeah, and again, I know a lot of people are fans. Jacques LeSuave over on Odyssey tagged to say, I want to see a Scream sauce uh, crossover just because it's such a terrible idea. It might be amazing. And throw in Final, Fan Final Destination as well. Why not? You know what? Why not? This is the era of the remakes, reboots, etc. So why not just, you know, go all out with it, right? Over on, Ken, uh, over on Rumble, Kincaid Rumshki says, Shad is the Camelot to your Asgard. <laughs> Pretty much. Father says, Scream got cut in half, literally and figuratively. Oh, boy. Yes. A lot could be said. Uh, Good Wrench. Thank you for the $10 sasa super chat. No message attached. But, uh, hey, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Laura says, I love me some Ryan. Yeah, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but, you know, I love him, too. And Rodriguez, what's going on? Welcome. Nearsighted Cyclops in the chat. What's going on? Uh, Sahil, time to say, Chrissy looked like she was going to cry when Gavin asked about wedding. Gavin is like that stereotypical drunk, abrasive, gross uncle some people have. It reminds me a lot about that, yeah. And then also, too, it was interesting that all that stuff happened after he started drinking, and it was like he had just made the comments earlier about drinking not being as impactful as drugs. And I was like, <laughs> me and Shad were both in agreement saying, oh, no, 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 no. Jeremy too. And sure enough, what do you know? Jacob Buck says, I didn't like Ryan at first, but I watch him every day now. Yeah, again, he's definitely not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Sahil, rooting for Maverick. Any other winner is false. If you're talking about for the Ravens, hey, I feel you. It got a lot of my votes too. Brightburn. Hey, all father, is it okay if we talk about the ending of James Bond, No Time to Die? It's spoilers, but yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, I don't think you're going to. I guess I don't really see the relevancy to our topics tonight, though. Kili Chow, what's going on? Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Automated Snowman 
says, Hail Odin, fellow Catholic here. Got the rose-tinted lenses prepared for Latare Sunday. Yes, 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 yes. So they, um, so it's actually light bulbs. They're the light bulbs that change color. And so I can actually, uh, yeah, I, I can change those pretty easily. Uh, the only the only problem is is that I know the the color vestments is rose. Um, unfortunately, there is no color recognition within the light bulbs, and I'm pretty sure this is for almost any brand as well for that color. Instead, you have to say pink. So again, I know it's rose uh, rose uh, <laughs> colored vestments, but uh, yeah, I do have that ready. Let's see. Uh, Selena Redwine, Selena Salador says, you handled it all very well like the rest of FNT. Gary, Jer, Ryan, X-Ray, Christy, love y'all and FNT and congrats on the new baby. So happy for you, new wife. Yeah, that kind of slipped under the radar a little bit too. Uh, and I was actually surprised that that very few people caught it. I, I know that you caught it in the chat, Selena. So thank you again. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm sure there's some people in this chat who are going to be like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, because uh, that definitely, and again, wouldn't have been discussed had we not had Gavin on the show because it dealt, uh, it was because of the questioning that he was asking for each of us about our family life. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tina says, I hope you voted early and voted often. <laughs> That's the one thing where you can't really vote more than once. I mean, I guess theoretically you could, but it'd be, a little, it's a little trickier to do. The one thing I will say is that there will not be ballots coming in in the middle of the night. Uh, JD Buck says, congratulations to you and your wife. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Master Gaming says, Gavin McGinnis was on FNT. If I were not FNT, I would explain how you guys and girls aren't the grifters and conspiracy theorists. I thought you were 2021. Yeah. Uh, I think that it is shown a lot of things. You know, I think that that's one of the cool things about all of us being together is that we're all so very different and come from very different locations and different perspectives. That's what makes things work. You know, and again, it's not for everybody. I know it's not for everybody, but it's fun. Kaylee Chow, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I ask just for, for prayers for uh, both the health of mother and child. Uh, because, you know, still still early on, still still don't know the, you know, gender. And don't worry, we're not silly people that are going to do some type of gender reveal. And also, we're not silly people who are going to do the whole, oh, they will, they will choose their gender. No. No, no, no. We will find out the gender. And uh, when we will. I'll let y'all know when I can. Uh, Jeremiah Fair, what's going on? Says, hey, Odin, did you say you would eat pineapple pizza if Mario is a billion dollars because I think you'll be eating pizza? Okay. Now, I know a video, I know a video dropped earlier today from Valiant Renegade. Shout out to Valiant Renegade. He is a member on this channel, actually. He's been a member for a very long time. And uh, as you all know, I shout him out all the time. We disagree on some methodology as far as how we break box office down, but I, we both very much respect each other, at least... I'm pretty sure it's 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 mutual based on interactions. Um, I don't get at least speak for speak for myself that I respect the hell out of him. But he he did a video today saying that uh, Mario is looking like it's going to break a billion dollars, and I left a comment immediately saying no. Uh, I really hope this does not actually happen. So what I will say: the numbers are out for early projections, but the early projections, at least from Box Office Pro that I typically use, only cover domestic. And right now, the domestic total is looking to be somewhere in the three to four hundred million dollar range, with a potential seventy-five to one hundred million dollar opening weekend. Now, I look to those numbers and I think, okay, that could be a good sign. And obviously, this is a film that's going to have uh, a wide release in various countries. That could ultimately help it, right? You look to Minions. Minions was able to get to nine hundred fifty million dollars because of a, a very strong international showing. So, don't get me wrong. I've never said that Mario is going to flop. What I've said is I don't think it would make a billion dollars. So again, whether you think so or not, ultimately that is up to you. But uh, I do want to just say that it is interesting now that we are finally starting to get some early numbers going on. Uh, and again, if you have a comment or question, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin lets me know you're trying to get my attention. It's kind of like the code word. You don't have to super chat to get your comment read. All that I ask is that you put at Odin at the very beginning. So that way, um, I know you're you're trying to have me talk. And again, the one exception is for members on YouTube because that's one of the perks to being a member. Abomination tagged over on Honesty and said, even if it hits $1 billion, it's only like $7 after inflation. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. 
Um, but yeah, again, I think the film's going to do well. I, I could see the film doing well over $750 million. At this early point, I could totally see that, unless the film's terrible. Um, which again, the film has not come out yet. There are still some people who have even mentioned saying, I don't know, the most recent trailers seem to show a, a peach girl boss thing. I know that for me personally, I don't like the fact that it's still not Mario's voice. It's still not really even Luigi's voice. I mean, I love Charlie Day, and so that's why it's like, okay, I don't mind the Charlie Day voice nearly as much because it's Charlie Day and I find his voice funny. However, that's not really, <laughs> you know, saying a whole lot in general. So I, I just, I don't like that, in my opinion, it doesn't seem that he tried all that hard for for the Mario voice. And again, that's, that's just me. Low Watermark, thank you for the $50 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you very much for going around YouTube. YouTube ain't getting none of that money. All all that's there is just dot, 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 dot. I'm assuming that's in relationship to last night's episode. So Low Watermark, thank you very much for the very generous donation. I appreciate that. Looks like Tina is heading out. So uh, again, thank you, Tina, for stopping by. Hail to you. And yeah, check her out on her Gilded, on the Discord, um, and... Uh, and she has her own gilded, uh, gilded channel, and also she's a part. She uh, leaves comments in in my Discord, and you can find a link to my Discord in the top comment, or rather in the top link in the video description. Miss Minnesota hockey fan, how about a hockey player? What's going on? Thanks for being a member on the channel. Grumpy old vaping gamer, welcome to the chat. Keck forty four, welcome to the chat as well. Appreciate you being here. Orange Chad, who's a member, says, I am less interested in FNT and more interested in Asgard and the box office. Yeah, thank you, Orange. I appreciate <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there, Orange Chat. People wonder why I uh, promoted him to mod. It's because he knows. He's been a part of this for, for a long enough time. All right, so we will indeed talk about some other things, and so I'm sure that there are some uh, comments that we'll talk about, some of the things that I've mentioned. Let's go ahead and just dive into just a couple of things. So I'm not going to do any live prep because I don't want to spoil any of the results for anybody. Um, but I just want to give a huge shout-out to everyone who did vote. By the end of everything, 343 people voted for this year's Wednesday Raven Awards. And so honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I am just so humbled because... It's one thing if it was 343 people just filling out like a yes/no poll, like that would be like for me, I'd be like, oh, that's that's awesome. But the fact that 343 people went out of their way to fill out a ballot, and this is definitely not a you know a, a small ballot. I, I, again, it's 24 categories. So the fact that people were willing to do that, seriously, it, it honestly just means the world to me that so many people filled it out. So so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, what I can say about the results is that, uh, it's interesting. Uh, the, the results are interesting. Some things I think that you will probably see coming. Some things I think you probably will think of as a surprise. Um, I might try to get something together. I was, I think I had mentioned it previously, but there is something that I, I used to do when the Oscars still matter to me, which has now been like what a decade plus, and it's called Oscars bowling. And basically, they used to have the the full number of categories, like the 24 categories. And they recently, like last couple of years, decided to just, you know, drop one of the categories, which messes up. You can't do Oscar bowling anymore, basically. But the mindset is this. So starting with the fact that you have 24 categories, on a sheet of paper, you put 24 at the top, and then you list those numbers all the way down to one. And then at 24 you put which category do you have the most confidence in? So basically you're making predictions, but for number 24, that's your most confident pick. So let's say your pick was best picture and you're like, I'm most confident in what I think is going to win best picture. So for this year, let's say for the, for the Oscars, right? Everything all at once was, was like, you're I'm thinking this film's going to win. And you put that at 24. Let's say Oscars happened. It won. Boom. That's 24 points. And then you do the same thing, just category by category. So I was thinking of doing something similar for the Ravens. Now that the uh, votes are in, having people guess what they think is going to win. Not what they want to win, but what they think is going to win. With the, the top scores, the top bowling scores, getting uh, 
putting in being put into a drawing for a a prize for uh, blu-ray 4k steelbook that kind of thing so i i was trying to play around for a while with a system to make it work it's just so hard to try to make a a systemized version that allows for that to happen so worst case scenario i might just say hey if you want to do this here's the basic instructions send me you know email me your list in order and then we'll work out the points after the fact. And again, voluntary. If I can find out a way, though, and that's one of the reasons why we're doing a shorter stream. We got about 20 minutes left because that's that's another thing that I kind of want to work on because that could be a lot of fun, too. Right. Uh, having people try to guess what they think the people voted on versus what they wanted to win. Um, and if that is indeed the case, right, having uh, prizes attached to it, I think, could be a lot of fun. So, um Anyway, so that is something that I am thinking about uh, doing and putting out there. So stay tuned to that. Um, if I am able to come up with a actual like link, uh, an actual like form that makes it work, I will put that out on the community tab in the Discord on the socials. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then I'll I'll just have that be where like you have all the way up until like 6 p.m. you know before the show, right? So 6 p.m. Eastern time to to turn in if you wanted to do something like that. So. Let me know in the comments if you think that that's something that you might be interested in because, uh, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. And again, uh, the top three scores, I, I think that's how I'm going to put it, top three scores, uh, Oscar bowling scores, in this case, Raven bowling scores, uh, will be able to get, uh, be in a drawing for a, a prize. And again, I have tons of uh, 4Ks and Blu-rays to, to give away still. Uh, just to give you some examples of things that I currently have. I have uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which I've never seen by Terry Gilliam. Just picked this one up the other day and picked up an extra copy for giveaways. I've got They Live on 4K Steelbook. Got a couple copies of those. I still got a Top Gun Maverick on Blu-ray. And then I also got a Train to Busan 4K. Brilliant. Uh, if you like zombie movies, but you like zombie movies that have a brain that are actually well-written and have great characters. Oh my goodness. Train to Busan is fantastic. I actually have several copies of those and there's other things too but those are the kinds of things that i'm thinking about uh putting out there so anyway again thank you very much for everyone who did indeed uh you know come into and and vote in the raven awards talking a little bit about the box office so yeah ant-man let's talk about ant-man for a second yeah this movie's dead so quantum mania is the most expensive by 60 to 70 million dollars depending on what you're looking at uh, and even though the media was like, but it had the biggest opening weekend of the entire franchise. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't even adjust for inflation properly. And again, even the numbers doesn't have the full, in, you know, the, the, the full inflation numbers. I think I finally updated this for the Ant-Man numbers. Let me see if I did. Yeah. So with the actual inflation, uh, from 2018, 2019, the first film made 73 million. The second film made 91 million. The third one opened up to 106, roughly. And obviously, this this will have the, the last one, 106.1. So you're talking about it being the highest grossing opening weekend by just a little bit, you know, look, comparing these two films. Not to mention, you look at the ticket sales and you're like, okay, you're spending an extra 60 to $70 million and you're only adding an extra 3 million tickets for your opening? Yeah, not good. But here's the worst part of it all, right? It had that 70% drop after the second weekend. Look at how it already starts to lose to the second Ant-Man film by its, you know, first Tuesday. And then also take into account it's already dropped below a million dollars by its third Monday. This is while the other two Ant-Man films were making $2 million. And then look at this past week where you saw two days of sub-million dollars where you had, again, the other two Ant-Man films do much better. So this weekend's numbers are not looking very good for the movie. And so let's just say... 192.3 million is currently where it stands. 178, 154. And again, these are the numbers adjusted for inflation numbers. So I have not even entered these in yet to, to have. And actually, let's go ahead. We'll, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. All right. Because I think that ultimately uh, the second Ant-Man is going to be the one that has the, the biggest to um, or rather probably the best overall comparison. So let's go ahead and 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 try to lay this out. All right. So let's say equals. This is where things get a little bit tricky because I got to take out the commas because it means something in Excel. Um, otherwise, but let me see. 
uh, rate of inflation was it was a dollar it was a dollar today is worth a dollar twenty one back in twenty eighteen. So let's go ahead and multiply this then by one point two one. That way I can see my methodology here. So as of right now, this is the one thing I don't like about it is that I also have to change and I have to make it so that this is of a certain let's see where is it tools format number. I want to make this currency. This is, by the way, this this is how I handle my charting too, so you can see why it could drive anyone crazy. All right. So at the same point in release, uh, the Ant Man and the Wasp had ninety four point eight million dollars. Am I looking at the right one there? Ninety four point eight million dollars. Yep, ninety four point eight million dollars. <laughs> so, as you can see, yeah. When you adjust for inflation and you actually use correct inflation, not looking very good. Now, again, that I, I'm sure that I'm doing something that's not completely correct there, but I do want to just uh, point out the fact that the numbers clearly are pointing out, though, this movie is just not doing very well at all. So this film is, uh, you know, I'm actually right now I'm on Creed's site. There we go. So this film is, is absolutely going to fall off like a light and it's, it's going to be bad. It's going to be really, really, really bad, right? going to be really, really, really bad. Um, 425 million is where it currently is. This film is going to struggle to hit $500 million when all is said and done. I also want to talk about Creed, though, very quickly as well. So if you look at this film and you notice, right, oh, man, it's it's the highest grossing opening weekend, but then it ignored the fact that these two films had a Thanksgiving opening, which was important. And if you adjust these numbers for inflation with proper inflation, you'll see that the numbers are actually pretty similar. I'm not saying Creed 3 is doing terrible or that it's going to lose money. What I am saying is that it's not nearly as big as some people are saying that it actually is. So anyway, if you do want to find out, by the way, what the nominations are, if you missed that stream, if you go to my website, OMBreviews.com, you hover over Raven Awards and you either click on it, it'll bring you to this page. Or if you hover down to 2022, it'll show that. Also, you can check out the previous years. It'll show you all of the nominees. Also give you a link to the YouTube uh, YouTube channel as well. So that way you can see the uh, the show tomorrow night, 7 p.m. And so if you want to just get a, a bit of a, a recap of that, you absolutely can do so. So please, yeah, check that out. All right, let me get back into the chat because uh, we are ending the stream early tonight and I want to make sure I get everybody who I possibly can. Abomination says the thing didn't copy the full number. It left out the leading one. Ah, thank you, Abomination. I knew I did something wrong, but you do see still, even with that alone, you're like, okay, there's something's not quite right here. Kinkane Rumsky says, when is opening weekend for Mario? It's about a month away. So box office pro doesn't do their early numbers until it's a month away. So that film comes out, uh, within the first, I believe it's Easter weekend, actually that that movie comes out. So hopefully that answers that question. Let's see. Jeremiah Fair at 7.30 said, Yeah, always love Evan T, but last night was more about politics than movies at some points. I watch for movies. If I want to watch uh, politics, I'll watch a political channel. And again, I understand that, but I, here's the other thing that we always have to understand too, is that politics have has now become so ingrained within culture and within movies and within television, it's impossible to avoid it, to avoid it altogether. Dr. Martin Van Nostrom, thanks for tagging. FNT is fun when it's not so crude. The sexual dirty talk is disgusting. I do like all FNT crew, but I have to meet the show often. I, again, I understand. I totally understand. AJD Old Channel Archives says, Congratulations, Odin. We need more well-brought-up children in this world. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Selena says, Oops, my bad story. Um, no, no, no. It's not No, it's not a secret. I mean, again, I mentioned it last night. I just was amazed that not more people caught that. By the way, Rob Robinson, thank you for that massive super chat. I will be getting to that in just a second. Superman Enemy Gamer says, wait, I didn't, I don't watch FNT anymore. Frey is expecting again. Congratulations. Yes. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Wait, another young guns as guardians on the way. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremiah Fair. Thank you very much. Alex McCarthy says, congratulations on Loki. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, me, me. Thank you very much. Mr. Mr. fan. Thank you. Soul Sass. Congrats to you and your wife, brother and wife. Just welcomed their firstborn last Sunday. Well, blessings to them. God bless them. Uh, Dean H says, a new baby Odin. Congratulations. Thank you. Cthulhu says, uh, no gender reveal in a large balloon. It could be explosive. Could also cause wildfires. Uh, Selena, many prayers to your beautiful. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. 
Uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich says, you got the lights for any gender child. Congrats from me to you. <laughs> if it's a girl, the nickname must be Thrud. Yes, she is the daughter of Thor, but Odin never had a daughter in myth. If it is a boy, got to give him Baby Baldur as his nickname. Oh, again, I think ultimately uh, Baby Thor's name will probably get updated, uh, depending, again, depending on how things go. We don't know what the public name for uh, the new one's going to be. Again, we're still we're still early on there, so that's why please do continue to pray for 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 my wife. Um, things are still again things look good, but obviously when it's early on, we're not out of the we're almost out of the first trimester. But that's usually when you know when things can happen. Master Gaming says, "I heard the tickets for Super Mario animated movies sold out. I hope you don't eat pineapple on pizza. Did the tickets even go on sale? And and if it did, which ones? Because here's the thing: I would not be surprised to see a well crowded." IMAX screen. The 2D screens are what I'm going to look at, though, because people oftentimes forget that. Jeremiah Ferris says, as long as Mario makes more than Little Mermaid, Indiana Jones is all good. Oh, I will absolutely say right now, Mario will make more than both of those films. I have no doubt. Barry Byrne, just brought up No Time to Die because it's a bittersweet ending, and I think they went with a bittersweet ending because happy ending almost seems. But again, the movie just wasn't good, so the ending doesn't even matter, really. Zion Waters, what's going on? Welcome back. Kick 44, how did Jeremy and yourself get roped into a bet that neither of you wanted? Well, again, I think it was something where it was just a fun, it was a fun bet to make. It was just kind of like spur of the moment. And so, yeah, I, I don't mind doing it because ultimately if I have the pineapple on pizza, yeah, it's going to suck and I'm going to hate it. But hey, it's for fun and uh, people are going to have fun with that. So uh, let's see. Laura says, I think that Pedro Pascal did a better Mario voice on SNL. It's a me, Mario. It's a me, Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Not to mention any of the other languages, or the very least the ones that I've heard, where they've done the translations, sound as a better Mario. Uh, Raxus, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, Jeremiah Fair, who is a member, says, to all the Chris Pratt haters, he is going to be in the two biggest movies of the year, Mario Guards Galaxy 3. Great Wuda says, hail, sir. Can't wait till tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Terminalist is good. Jess Pena says, hope to attend the wars tomorrow. Hope that you're here. Uh, Laura says, I just watched El Toro's Pinocchio, and I do find the celebrity voice actors distracting. I feel sorry for old school voice actors who are losing work. I agree to an extent. I do think that um, Christoph Waltz, though, I thought was perfect casting for the role that he played. Uh, Kimberly G says, I hope Jeremy won Shill of the Year. Well, y'all will find out tomorrow. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, I tried to make as many peeps vote, always reminding me, always reminding you to post links. Gary, I, I know, man, and I, I remember you and FNT uh, doing the same thing. I appreciate your uh, support of that. Great Wood says, I watched Operation Fortune and I enjoyed that film a lot. I've heard some good things about it. I can't wait to check it out. Uh, Ryan Dole says, I was going to do a ballot, but realized Maverick was the only movie I saw last year. But that's just the thing, too, is you could have still voted because you could have uh, abstained from the vast majority of the categories if you did not have anything to add to it. Jeremiah Fair says, I, do I don't know anyone who's going to watch the Oscars, so can't wait to see the ratings. I mean, I hope they flop. Uh, Tim and M says, do you think John Wick 4 makes more money than Ant-Man 3? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. I, I think that that's very likely. I'll have to actually look at the numbers, though. Don't quote me on that because I'm pretty sure the... Numbers for the John Wick films are, are big. I mean, those aren't the biggest films in the world, but on on just pure instinct, I would say yes, but I would have to actually look at the numbers themselves. Uh, Gomer Pyle says, when did you last enjoy an award show on TV? For me, it was about 15, 20 years ago. Pretty much the same. Yeah, uh, pretty much the same. And that's why five years ago, I, I started doing the, the Raven Awards. Great Wood says, I like Creed 3 as well, but it was flawed. I, again, I don't understand why people did. I Again, hey, like what you like. But it was incredibly boring, and there was a giant hole left by Rocky not being there. And I think a big plot point happens when there's a, a tragedy that happens to Adonis Creed in the movie, and it makes no sense that Rocky was not there. That's a big problem for me. Because, it, that again, there were so many logical problems in the film, that was, to me, unforgivable. Uh, Shadow Goff says, I just watched 65 last night. I agree with the scores I saw online. It was mid, but not bad mid, which made it more enjoyable. I, again, I fell asleep. It put me to sleep. So I, I did not think it was good. I thought it was very boring. Yes, one could try to say, oh, but the 
dynamic between him and the little girl is interesting. And I, I, I've heard more people say positively in the comments that have been positive. Well, at least it's not like modern woke stuff. And it's like, oh, man, it's the tomorrow war all over again. It's just like, oh, well, at least it's not woke. Okay, that's not a good metric for whether a film is good or not. You can enjoy a movie, but whether a film is good or not is an entirely different thing. Uh, Gary says, you need a sliding scale results table program. The more correct, the more right. Um, No, no, no. So that's why I like to do the, the bowling method because it's, again, literally it's what, whoever has the, the biggest number uh, by the end of the night, the top three numbers. Top three totals. Uh, Rob Robinson, there it is. Thank you very much for the massive $100. Super chat. Very, very generous. Thank you so very much, man. Says, Gavin was 12 beers deep into a live stream that had not even started because he was scared, not impressed with him. Wait. Live stream that he had not e- that had not even started because he was scared, not impressed with him. I don't know what that part is referencing. Um... But yeah, Gavin was definitely, yeah. And that's why it's hilarious when he made the comments about saying alcohol is not the same thing as far as the impact on the on the brain as, you know, weed or any other drug. And it's like, no, it, it, it affects your judgment. So he also says, the legs of Ant-Man 3 are horrific. It's got worse legs than BVS. That, yeah. And BVS, I mean, had some of the worst. And even one of the worst DC films in the original Justice League Still made $600 million. Uh, this film is going to be lucky if it gets to $500 million. Dan Crane. Hail Odin. Fantastic stream. Day 18 of Lent. God bless you. God bless you as well. Hope that your Lent is going swimmingly. Lance Mala. Seeing a wrestling question. Do you have the chance to watch any PV? No, I have not. I, again, I I don't really have a lot of the time nor real interest at this point. There's just so many other things going on. Jeremiah Fair says, I bought a ticket for Minions and my friend's friend worked at the theater, so he snuck and snucked his daughter. Might be the worst MCU character. So glad I didn't financially support it. Oh, talking about for, yeah, for sure. Kimberly G, my first theater experience this year will be John Wick 4. Chris Gore said it was awesome. Oh, he got to see it early. Oh, what a shill. No, but I honestly, I can't wait for it. Jago Swab says, I'm not up to speed on my Norse mythology. What baby name comes after Thor and congrats? I'm not really the expert either. Uh, people often forget that uh, Odin, it's, it's a nickname I was given in high school because I was seemingly impervious to cold weather. Basically, I had never wore sweatshirts because I love the cold. And I just soaked it in. I just I thought it was great. So I got that name. And so when I decided to launch a channel, I thought, hey, I, I think that this is a fun name to go to go to, to go with and to run with. So uh, and so Baby Thor just came out as a hey, you know, that's a fun little thing. Jeremiah Fair says Ant-Man probably won't make 500 million, which is bad. Even if Grace Randolph says Marvel, uh, Marvel movies need 800 million to be successful. And it, well, here's the thing. Don't take anything that Grace Randolph says with any sense of seriousness whatsoever. Dan Crane says, please pray for our foster parents who do miracles with children who have been in terrible situations. Absolutely. Uh, Rob D says, Jeremy's bot accounts bought all the Mario movie tickets. Yes. Conspiracy. Buy it into it. GMX76, congratulations. Hopefully the new little one doesn't like pineapple and pizza. Again, the current little one only by accident tried it. So let's not let's not get the cart before the horse. JK76, Bill Shatner ends his Wrath of Contour in Indianapolis tomorrow. Uh, you watch the movie, and he talks about it. Sadly, I won't get to see it. Jeremy Ferris says, Top Gun Maverick better win. It's the best in my opinion, but the Oscars are woke, so no one cares. Here's the thing. don't. And that, that, a lot of people are going to tomorrow. I'm just going to say this right now. A lot of people are going to be coming into the chat tomorrow giving me Oscars results. Just, just I want to make this one point clear. I do not care about the Oscars. It's why I do the Oscars boycott show. So that, one, I don't have to worry about watching the Oscars because I don't want to watch them anyway. Two, I get to do my own award show, which is a lot more fun. And three, other people have an option so that they can participate in and celebrate the best and worst in film and culture. So I know that some people do that because they're trying to be helpful or they think they're being helpful. Just know, the vast majority of us tomorrow do not care about the Oscar results because they do not matter. If Top Gun wins Best Picture at the Oscars, guess what? I love Top Gun. It does not mean a dang thing. Because the Oscars are worthless at this point and have been worthless for many, many years. I'm not trying to say the Ravens mean a whole lot. 
to the people who are going to win. Because, <laughs> again, I've been doing it for five years. Small, humble channel right here. But still, at least we have fun with it. Whereas the Oscars are just atrocious. Robbie says, it's very possible John Wick 4 does more than Ant-Man 3. Wouldn't say it's definitive, though. John Wick 3 made about $330 million. And that's the reason why. I would want to look at what the John Wick ceiling is before saying anything for sure. Uh, what, what we can say, though, is that John Wick 3 and John Wick, rather, John Wick 4 will at least be profitable, whereas Ant-Man 3 at this point, definitely not. Uh, Michael Hill, what's going on? Lesser Logic, what's going on? Laura says, so, oh no, Orange Hat. I forgot, I forgot to turn Heimdall on. And uh, it's at the end of the show, so it's too late anyway. I apologize, people. Uh, but thanks for watching. Anyway, uh, JKD Buck, is it wrong that I laugh at Disney losing hundreds of millions of dollars? No, because they deserve to be losing that kind of money. Gary Bench Sandwich, baby Gary will be awesome as his, as this name is not popular, so they still have an individual name in it. <laughs> okay. Ryan Dole's near me Mario tickets are being sold, but nothing's sold out yet. You're still in this, Odin. Yeah, and again, if the tickets that sell out are the IMAX screens, hey, that's a good sign because those are worth a lot of money. But if those are the only screens selling, guess what? You, you still need to get other things as well. Who is even hosting the Oscar says King Kane Rumsky. Uh, it's, uh, oh my goodness. I think I've blanked his name out of my mind. He is one of the night show, talk show night show hosts who is abysmal. Not even worth mentioning. People are going to mention him in the chat. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to ignore you. Not because I want to ignore you, but because I want to ignore his name. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aldous says, I've seen two uh, new movies in the last three years, Maverick and Northman, because of the massive declining quality and the massive declining uh, quality. The fact that Holly, uh, Ho Hollywood looks down on us for not being uh, inveterate leftists. Uh, yes, King Kane Rumsky, you would be correct. Gylo, you would also be correct in the name that you mentioned. But I will not mention his name because his name is not worth being mentioned. So anyway, that is going to be a wrap. On the stream tonight, as I said, it was going to be a little bit shorter this evening. Uh, thank you all for being here. For everyone who voted in the Raven Awards, I really do appreciate that quite a lot. And uh, for those that are going to be here tomorrow, get ready. Uh, it's a fun time. Uh, I try to, you know, we try to keep things light. The categories themselves, I think, are pretty light. It's fun to talk about who's going to be the NPC of the year, for instance. Um, and, and I hope that the picture choices that I that I chose also bring just some joy to your face. Um, also, I, I'm going to, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to try and work out something with some type of Ravens bowling. And I'll explain what that is in the instructions, whether you fill out your own ballot or whether or not I have an actual form you can fill out that can you know, basically do the math when everything is said and done. Uh, there will be some type of competition for people predicting the Raven winners. So... Uh, be on the lookout for that on social media, in the um, you know, in the Discord server, on the YouTube channel as well. Michael Hill says this will be the first Ravens for him. Hey, well, I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, there's been several people in the chat actually right now who have been here either all five years or or have been a lot of them. NPC of the year has to be Greta Thunberg. It says El Doge. Um, well, NPC of the well, she wasn't nominated this year. Uh, the nominees were Frost, Grace Randolph, Jennifer Lawrence, Mark Ruffalo, and Rob Reiner. I would say that's a pretty strong category right there of a lot of NPCs. <laughs> but there can only be one winner. There can only be one winner. Uh, and just know, hey, there's always next year. Uh, and usually when it comes to this, we, we want people who are involved in entertainment in some way, right? Uh, you know, so Frost, she's not a movie star or anything to that effect. But she is was a part of the gaming scheme, YouTube scheme, so that's why... You know, we allow for those kinds of nominations to get in. And that's why I like doing NPC and, and Shill of the Year because it does broaden it out beyond just movies and other things. So, you know, it is what it is. El Duce says, maybe next year. I don't know. Unless Greta does like a documentary or something like that. I don't know about, about that. But thank you again on YouTube, on Odyssey, on Rumble for everyone who was there. Jeremiah Ferris says also first for him as well. Hey, Dan Crane, uh, keep the faith, brother. And for everyone, again, everyone's having a blessed Lent. Continue to have a blessed Lent as well. And again, stay tuned to those social posts uh, for that competition so that you have a chance of being able to potentially win some of the uh, 
you know, some of the Blu-ray 4K Steelbook prizes. And we'll, we'll try and get those uh, drawn either by the end of the stream tomorrow or uh, on the stream on Tuesday. So with all that being said, as I said, this is a shorter show, so we are ending things. So I see a couple people are uh, posting comments. I'm sorry. Uh, I do want to, <laughs> if I don't end this now, I'm going to get more and more questions because... Again, when I say the show's over, people sometimes don't realize what that means. Anyway, um, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. You're all amazing, beautiful people. Again, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, I will create the event link as soon as I possibly can. I'm going to go work on getting things ready uh, for some of the graphics. I, st- I want to try to find out the most creative way to get some type of moving image for the... Uh, the stunt sequences and for the uh, one-liners quotes that won't get copyright struck or anything like that. So uh, I got some work to do. And I also want to put together this uh, Ravens bowling competition as well. And anyway, you guys are great. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, everybody. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my March Patreon subscribe star and local members at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above. Starting off with Father Luca Illich, Garrett Searles, Chris from the 80s, who can check out over his YouTube channel by the same name, Jaimeer I. Heimison, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Orange at Reviews, you can check out over at his YouTube channel, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Rosetta Allen, who can check out at her YouTube channel, Eagle Rider, Miss Martin Muses, and you can check her out at her YouTube channel by the same name also. To my subscribe star, members matt317 you can check out over at his twitch channel matt317 fast reaction the r mr roy jrod the beer guru and zk man who you can find out over at xtheboundaries.co and lastly to my locals members miss minnesota hockey fan how about a hockey player jh schwalbach brett d90 and the amazing lawyer robert barnes thank you all very much for supporting me at the patreon level subscribe star level and locals level keeper of the bifrost and above if you want your name shouted out at the end of every live stream and uh, every video, make sure to check out the, uh, the the top link in the video description to find out more ways that you can support the channel, including at ways to get access to a podcast and also ways to get access to giveaways that I do on the channel and also, of course, to my coveted Chosen of Valhalla level as well. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.